and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. I'm glad you're here. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. Basically, Bex will kick off the show this week with the Simstress in the studio. Then Starsha sifts through the tea leaves and crumbs dropped by our guru pals to speculate on what is to come next with our favorite game. Holy Sims is back this week with a fantastic guest in the studio in the From the Gallery segment, where we get to know Machina Sims and hear about her inspiration as well as life outside of the Sims. With Love, Julian has another round of amazing challenges for you to check out, including a massive amount of Pride-themed challenges going on this month. Stacy J will share with you our next Simmer TV showcase featuring several videos to check out this weekend. It's a new episode, and the Something Simulous crew has a brand new segment all about the history and lore of Forgotten Hollow. Lady Sweetheart shines the spotlight on another amazing CC creator, one who creates stunning cast items as well as brilliant build-by items. Hip Hip Renee has a new build tip for all of you looking to improve your building skills, and of course we have all of the Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Free Play news a simmer could want in a single podcast. Without further ado, I humbly present to you our show. Simmers and welcome to another awesome episode. Today I am happy to welcome a dear friend of mine, Simstress. Simstress, welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to be here. It's so exciting. I have always loved you personally and I'm very excited about Simmers Digest. Perfect. I'm so excited to have you here. All right. So the first question I ask everybody is how long have you been playing The Sims? Uh, well, I know there's a lot of people that have been playing the entire time. I did not discover The Sims 1. I never, I never really got to play it. I saw it a couple of times. That was my extent of experience with that. Um, I did play a little bit of Sims 2, but mostly that was after the fact. Um, Sims 3 is where I started for, for real, like really many hours of play. Um, always enjoyed it. It's always been my favorite in some ways and other ways, not so much. Um, and I started doing that probably around 2009, where I got really seriously involved with it. So it's been a minute, but it hasn't been the full time that The Sims have existed. I'm with you. I, too, have not had the full Sims experience, if you will, uh, as they call it around the Internet. Um, That's right. The 20 plus. Yeah, I have uh, Sims 1 and Sims 4, which are both very different games mm -hmm. and according to the entire simming community i miss the golden years but i love sims 4 so i'm not complaining yeah no it's definitely wonderful i mean why would we all have channels and you know live streams based on the sims 4 if it wasn't great exactly um, we're not just hanging out here for sims 4. that's right that's right <laughs> 
That's exactly right. So one thing I really like to focus on in these interviews is content creation. And you are a lovely content creator. You have builds, you have series. It's just you have a lot of information on your channel. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about why you started doing this in the first place. Um, that's kind of an interesting question because there were a couple different reasons I started doing it. Um, I actually started by fangirling on Plumbella. I think probably most people can relate to that. Um, yeah, I, I went back and watched everything I could find on her, saw where she started, was mind blown at how far she took it. And I felt like, you know, I've got some skills. I can do some cool stuff. Um, that was basically it. At that point, she kind of inspired me to just jump out and try it because then I started to find smaller creators and I thought, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And if it flops, then I'll stop doing it, you know? So that was January of 2020. Um, and of course, after that, we had plenty of time because everything shut down. So I really had time to think about how I wanted to, you know, take it in what direction. I started out doing Let's Plays and having my signature character, the Simstress, and I took it from there. I started to infuse it with things that I love, like Alice in Wonderland, of course. And uh, from there, I started to really, I started it with it, the whole vintage thing in mind, but I wasn't really implementing it fully. I was kind of using it a little bit in my original series. And then once those were over and I realized that I needed to do something more than that, I kind of thought about what I would want to see and what I really enjoy. And I thought, well, I love these particular eras that I work in now, and they're very functional in Sims 4. So I started doing my Time Traveler series, which grew into the Hideout series, which is now going to grow into a second season of Time Traveler, which is all me just loving the heck out of the 1920s and that kind of period where everybody was just very innovative and exciting and the clothing and the style and just the lifestyle of the 20s and 30s and 40s. And in some cases, I'm, I really love digging into that and it's very niche. And the first thing that I remember Plumbella saying is that if you're gonna do this, find your little corner in the Sims world. What is that thing that really excites you? Do that because you may be the only one that's exploring it. And that's why I decided to get more serious with the channel and do biographies. Yes, I love your historical like aspects that you put into like all of your builds and all of your videos. Like especially like Thank with you. Your builds. Like you make like houses that like come straight out of I remember the, for one of the challenges that we did for the Friday Five, like you made this house based off these three sisters and like each house like fit the personality and it fit like the like generation of those sisters. And I just found that really fascinating and very impressive with the Sims. Oh, thank you. I definitely love it. And I know a lot about those decades. So I, I want to live in that world and create in that world. And that's kind of why I always gravitate back to those time periods. Which makes sense, you know, um, especially because like taking it back, it's almost like a completely different world in those time periods. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I mean, there was just, there were so many beautiful things and things that we've kind of, as you do um, in history, you kind of grow and learn new things. And I think some of those things are kind of now pop culture things, but the origin of those things to me is what's exciting, the way that people really lived. Yeah, I love it. That your Time Traveler series is just, I, I think that you're t t telling a story that, like, you're telling the story of 
the people from the past that we wouldn't have normally he like heard you know i think if you're older if you're ancient like me for sure but if you're older there definitely were things like certain books certain authors certain movie stars even that pop culture picked up and kind of threw into our you know the school reading list or you've probably seen clips of this or somebody turned that into a meme or something and you've seen them that way but it's it's interesting to introduce especially because so many people are in their 20s and 30s doing sims and maybe they weren't exposed exactly 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 i 100 percent agree with you so i'm gonna switch gears a little bit to like focus mm -hmm. on like the sims itself okay so for building, uh, a lot of people have different styles of build and the way that they build. What would you say your building style is? Um, my building style is it's a purist, <laughs> very purist <laughs> style. Because I don't use anything. And whenever I say that, people are like, oh, well, don't you like it? Or do you think people who use it are cheating? You know, it's not a, a judgment on anyone or what they're doing on their own channel. But really, I just like to set myself that challenge that if, if the game has it there and I can somehow turn it into something vintage, which is my brand, you know, mm -hmm. that's what I want to look at. That's what I want to build. I want to build things that don't exist right now, or if they do, they're old and decrepit and make them new and wonderful in the Sims world. So I use everything the game has and I try to tweak it um, perfect example of that is when I built the 1925 Time Traveler Way apartments. I used a piece of trim from Sulani to make this gorgeous Art Deco uh, piece at the top of the building, this cornice that's on the top of the apartment building. And that's something, you know, if I had other stuff at my disposal that was made to look Art Deco, I wouldn't have thought of something like that. And I, I probably, oh, well, it looks like it, but that wasn't creative. Right. It wasn't me using my brain and having fun with the game, which is why I mostly do that. Okay, that makes sense. And I like seeing what people can do with just the game, you know, because it really, uh, to me, it shows like, like an uh, insight to their brand of creativity. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Everybody sees like an item is a specific way. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, I completely understand that. And that, and then um, because I enjoy watching your your builds very much, I must know what your favorite is that you've ever done. You know what? I thought that would be a hard question to answer when you started, but I my favorite that I've ever done just from taking pictures of it and standing back and looking is the tiny Duomo. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there are so many things I want to build in that level of detail and I just don't my life doesn't allow for it all the time. Right. But that one in particular, I feel like I've been to Florence, I've seen that building in person and looking at the pictures and then looking at my build, I was so pleased with how that one turned out. And the fact that I turned it into a domestic residence mm -hmm. even makes me even more happy because it makes no sense. It's the Duomo, but it's somebody's house. So I, I felt like that was the place where I started out thinking, I don't know if I can make this look like it. And it absolutely does. Awesome, I love that. And um, who would you say is the favorite time traveler that you've done a video about? Oh, that one's tougher. That's <laughs> definitely tougher. Um, I really, really enjoyed Josephine Baker. I absolutely loved, I knew so much about her before, but when I dove into the research and all the awards and all the trials she'd been through and everything she did to overcome that and still be this like person of the world that she loved everyone, wanted to save everyone, but she still had family values and knew not to spread herself 
myself in mm -hmm. to be that kind of a Renaissance person and still have values that you stick to and your core and you know that you need to preserve yourself. I think that's a, that's a thing that we can't do these days. We spread ourselves super thin. We never quite accomplish everything we wanted. And she was like the epitome of all of that. My next question kind of goes back to um, the content creation portion of The Sims. Mm -hmm. um, and what would you say is the best part about creating Sims content? Oh gosh. That's probably not that that hard of a question. I enjoy I do enjoy wondering what people will think and if their if their breath is taken away like mine is about some of the topics. Um, but just in general, Sims creation is such a departure from real life. A lot of times, even though you're playing with life and now you're vacuuming um, as well, and among other things, um, I find it to be a distraction. So I'm when I'm really you know if I have a minute and it's been a really rough week. I'm going to go do something that takes me back to that that time that I love so much. And I'm going to look for stuff that I can make a little house for myself and live in that house in The Sims. It's just such an escape. It's like my wonderland. Yes, I love that, which kind of leads me into like my next, like the segues directly into my next question, which is like if you had any advice for like up and coming simmers people who are about to start their content creation journey tomorrow like what would right. you tell them like i feel like you touched a lot of that yeah i feel like probably i mean i don't see anything wrong with kind of emulating something you've seen that was exciting for you that made you want to do it but by the same token i think if you kind of look at yourself and think about what are things that I haven't been able to explore in my life, in myself, mm -hmm. that I think either people need to hear about or that I want to share or that I think is amazing and I want other people that think that's amazing to find me. Mm -hmm. And then we have a community then. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that when you're starting out, you're so encumbered by, yeah. oh, gosh, I only have 50 subs right now mm -hmm. or... Or I've been on for six months and I have a hundred subs right now. You know, everybody does that comparison game. Oh, that girl started when I did and she has 300 subs. You know, right. it's that can be what takes you away from doing things 100%. you love. And I feel like if you start doing things you love, that audience will grow with you and they'll find you. It's just you can't give up on it. <laughs> peeps 100% like I am here with that sentiment um I yeah. myself like was stuck in that YouTube like sub game and I actually quit YouTube altogether because I was like I am putting effort that I don't want to put into these videos right like, I like playing the game and I just there was so much effort going into videos and I was like but I need them I need to make videos to make friends to to grow the sims community and like honestly that was a bunch of bullhoney like I'm I stopped doing YouTube and I've made more friends in the sims community right I stopped caring Absolutely. what my numbers look like and I make lasting mm -hmm connections instead exactly that's exactly right and that's where i was you know i personally got stuck in a, like this little spot somewhere in the 200s and it went for months and if that had been the first six months i was always frantic the first six months right. feeling like oh i'm it, this is good i feel like it's good why doesn't anybody care and just getting really overwrought and now I feel like I'm really pleased that I finally got to the 300 mark. Right. I do. Exactly. I love that. That makes me feel like really good because once we, once we like recognize and appreciate ourselves, that's what other people are going to do the same thing. So it's like a journey <laughs> in content creation. <laughs>
Truer words were never spoken. Yes, that's absolutely what it is. If you love what you're doing, people will feel it and they'll want to be a part of that. Exactly. A hundred percent. So this is a really hard question that I always ask everybody because um, I'm always trying to like dig deeper and like learn more about the Sims community and become like enamored with other simmers as well. Who is one person, like one simmer out there you feel needs some spotlight shown on? There's so many. <laughs> I'm sure you feel like that too. Yes. And I've been meeting so many more recently that I'm just like, wow, I've never realized how much everyone had to offer. It's amazing. People that have, you know, 70 subs and their content blows me away. And I'm like, yeah. 70? Really? Um, but really, the person, I thought about this long and hard this afternoon. And I came up with about 10 different names that I was like, oh, I've always liked her. I've always liked him. But it came down to our friend, Oak Sim Studios. Yes. Oh, God. Because yes. he's such a lovely person just as a human being. Yes. And he's so honest and fresh. And he's not afraid to put stuff out there that's mm -hmm. goofy. And he'll apologize 50 times in his description about, this was bad. My mic cut out. <laughs> I did this and that. and But you're watching it and you're laughing. And you're feeling like you're part of what he's doing. And that he is the audience with you. You know, like you're both laughing at his content together. Yes. Um, and he's so creative, just oh amazing. Gosh, so talented, so talented. So mm -hmm. um, as soon as we're done with this podcast, everybody, make sure you go and you check out Oaks Oaks Studios. Why can't I talk? Um, take four. I'm just kidding. Um, yes, I love Oak. I love Oak. So when you guys are done listening to this podcast, make sure you go and you check Oak Sim Studios out. You will not regret it. And if you're ready to laugh, it you're gonna laugh really hard so oh so my gosh awesome. yeah he's great i love him to death and he's just the sweetest guy from the day i met him he's always been so supportive in return you know everything that i do he's got a comment and i'm always there being a super fan for him so yes. i think that's a great relationship because we never compare um what we're doing it's never a problem it's yes. never rivalry he's just so humble and even when he does something brilliant he's like oh no you guys yes. you know <laughs> So I just love him to pieces. He's worth the hype. Absolutely. Um, and after this podcast, we also want to direct as many people to towards you as possible. So if there is one series or one video on your channel that you think people need to go to immediately when we're done here, what would that one be? I would definitely direct them to the Time Traveler series. Mm -hmm. It's the one that I've put the most passion and time into. And I feel like it's the one that for the first time, really represented what I wanted to do, what direction I was going in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And season one is complete now, exactly. so you can see all of them. 100%. <laughs> exactly. All right, Simstress, as much as I loved chatting with you, it is time to bid a farewell. But before we go, why don't you just go ahead and tell everybody where we can find you out on the wide web? Oh, where? I'm Literally on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Tumblr, Discord, Sims Amino. <laughs> uh, my gallery ID is Simstress Sim, and everything is either Simstress or The Simstress everywhere you look. And yes, you will pull up Seamstress. Don't give up. Keep keep typing or type in The Simstress Time Traveler, and you'll find something. <laughs> exactly. So everybody, make sure you go and you check out The Simstress. You will not regret it. Everything that she does is wonderful. And I appreciate Aww. the heck out of you for being here with me today. 
Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. And I'm back with Star Goes Snooping, a Sims 4 speculation and opinion segment. The Sims 4 have released the trailer for the upcoming expansion pack, Cottage Living, and we know it's set in an English countryside town called Henford and Bagley, with a strong emphasis on farming and growing crops. I have a YouTube channel where I report on Sims news, speculation and opinion. If you'd like to know more about this pack, I advise you to check out my videos. My YouTube channel is called Star Shiz, spelt S-T-A-R, space, and then Shiz, S-H-U-Z. Now, there's one thing that has me scratching my head, and that's this photo that's been shared by the Sim Gurus. It's a picture of a decor item in Sims 4 Dineout, a pig wearing a chef's hat and uniform and holding an empty blackboard menu. It was first tweeted with an eye emoji back in July 2020, at the same time SimGuru George was posting random cryptic pictures. A few days before the pig chef was posted, he tweeted a picture of a future cube and a picture of a scroll encased in glass with an arrow pointing to it. What's interesting is that if you played with the future cube in the game at the time, it gave you this answer. Side by side, sure, spaced out, yup, stackham, hmm. What we didn't know at the time was this was a huge hint for bunk beds. We still don't know what the scroll or the pig chef picture mean, but the pig chef has once again resurfaced. On June 8th, SimGuru George posted this picture again with the caption, you have to theme an entire room's design around one piece of decor. What is that piece of decor? Here is mine. The moment I saw this, I knew I'd seen it once before. It had obviously been posted a year ago. Now, on June 10th, 2021, Sunguru George tweeted, Is it July 22nd yet? Which, of course, is referencing the release date of Cottage Living. And Sunguru Ninja responded, Is it? With the same picture of this pig chef. Then Sunguru Solo tweeted, Went back to the office to pick up some stuff and it's awesome how you can spot Sunguru bats at my cubicle because of our pride flags. By the way, happy pride month. With a picture of their office cubicles. Now, someone had replied that they were eagerly looking for hints in this picture and Sunguru bat responded, Lol, only hints you might find are bacon bits that might have fallen out of my sandwich and I left on the ground. Right, that is pretty interesting. And what are with these pig references? Are they hints or is this an inside joke amongst the Sim Gurus or am I just reading too much into it? I don't have the answers, but it seems a little sus that this pig chef pic is being posted again. And with this pig reference coming from SimGuru Bat. I tweeted about these pig references to see what other ideas the community had. At first, I thought that we may be getting pigs in this expansion pack, something that wasn't shown in the trailer, but may be revealed later. However, Iron Seagull told me that he thinks Simguru Romeo said we wouldn't be getting any more animals in the pack, just the ones shown in the trailer. So it looks like no to pigs for cottage living. When Simguru George was asked what this picture was, he just replied, it's a chef. Now, some of you thought that pigs might be included in a kit, 
And to be honest, I would hate that. I feel like pigs would have been a perfect addition to country living and I wouldn't want to spend an extra $5 just for pigs. But I wouldn't put it past them. We have cats and dogs and then we got my first pet stuff. Some had said that the pig chef was supposed to be a hint for Journey to Batu. Now, I don't know anything about Star Wars, but I couldn't make that link. And if it was, why is it being resurfaced? What's interesting is that the release of the new EP is on the same day as the EA Play Live event, and I wonder if this piggy hint will be revealed then. Maybe it has nothing to do with pigs, but cooking and being a chef, as what the description of that item reads. Enlist the services of a charming personal chef, Jolly pink and generously proportioned, this friendly companion has an appetite for fine little morsels. Indulge him by writing on his ready little slab, then wipe it clean and start afresh for another day of full delight. The thing is, we already have a chef career. We can open our own restaurants in Dine Out, but we can't be chefs. We can only manage the restaurants. Do you think we may be getting an interactive chef career or a kit focusing on being a chef, like a reality baking or cooking competition? There is a huge possibility that this is nothing and just banter amongst the gurus. It's hard to tell what a clue is and what's not. I am still baffled though and will be keeping a close eye on this. That's all from me, detectives. Keep sleeping and I'll see you soon. Bye. As you all know, Simmer's Digest started with a single simmer, myself, creating a digital magazine featuring all of our community's amazing content. We have since grown exponentially thanks to your amazing support. We now host a weekly podcast, weekly simmer features, bring new chapters to our Let's Watch series each week, create YouTube content, host a Discord server, and so much more. We are growing faster than I can even believe it, and I want to thank you all for your amazing and continued support as we grow and create new ways to feature you and your amazing creativity. As we grow, we want to be able to offer even more to our fans, including more giveaways and new segments. In order to do this, you can help contribute by becoming a Simmer supporter on our Patreon page. Per your votes, we currently have multiple tiers set up that you can contribute to knowing that if you can help, that every dollar raised will go back into supporting our awesome community with giveaways and continuing our growth. Please keep in mind that there are many ways you can contribute to the Simmer's Digest. Why, even just listening to this podcast helps support the work we do. But if you can, and you want to join us on Patreon, you can now do so. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Simmer's Digest and become a Simmer supporter at whatever level you can. Again, Thank you for supporting us, whether it is listening to the podcast, liking our YouTube videos, leaving us comments, sharing the podcast on your socials, or just being a positive member of our simming community. We value you and your continued support and look forward to creating new ways to showcase and feature your amazing works. I'm 
Sully Sims, and welcome to From the Gallery, a segment on the podcast where we get to know more about the amazing creators who fill the gallery with their stunningly creative and unique builds and sims. Today, I will be featuring an amazing creator whose builds caught my attention, and I'd like to welcome Machina Sims to the show. Hey, my name is Francesca, but Machina Sims is my Sims name. You can call me Machina or Francesca. And yeah, Machina Sims is also my gallery ID name. <laughs> oh, that's great. So that, well, that takes care of the next question I was going to ask, which is actually what your origin ID would be. So since we've, we've, we've already covered that one, I would love to get to know you just a little bit more. So if you would like to tell us um, your favorite thing or things to create in The Sims. Yeah, so I'm usually a builder, but I also love gameplay. I have a legacy that I'm in the fourth generation of, and I also do like little renovation challenges on the side. Mm-hmm. But creating, I love building. I really like apartments, <laughs> and I think... The reason for that is because um, I'm a lot better at interiors. I'm still learning how to do a lot of things with exteriors. I think I'm getting better, but interiors are still my favorite. So I love decorating apartments in like a contemporary style. Oh, I'm so impressed with the first thing that you said about um, being on your fourth gen in a legacy. I can never get past the first generation. (laughs) That is so impressive to me. It's, it's hard. I mean, I had like a few saves before I got to this legacy family and I would just like play for like a week and then stop. I got bored. But then I downloaded mods and it got more interesting. My Sims started doing crazy stuff. So, yes. so then I decided to stick with them. Yes, the mods definitely add so much gameplay that we're yeah. lacking. So um, I'm... I'm I'm happy that you've you've gotten that far. I hopefully one day I can achieve that as you well. will. You will. <laughs> I um, believe in you. So here on the podcast, we love getting to know Simmers and making lasting connections. What are three things you'd like to share with our listeners about yourself? Yeah, so three things would be that my day job is an author. I write young adult fantasy novels as my career so, so <laughs> I awesome. get to make my own schedule thank you it's it's nice I've only been doing it for about I mean I've been writing my whole life but I only started getting paid for it a couple years ago so oh, yeah <laughs> it's great I can kind of adjust my own schedule and I'm technically self-employed so that's okay. been fun so and then know, let me just cut you off right yeah. here so you know after the show after this um, interview we need to get together to speak on the books that you do because I am an avid reader yes so we will talk about this after definitely but let's get let's get to know you a little bit more yeah, yeah. um I uh I love traveling <laughs> traveling is like my favorite thing ever obviously I haven't been able to do it much with the pandemic but yeah. there here we are mm-hmm. and then the third thing would be that I if I were a sim, my first trait would be active. Um, <laughs> I grew up as a dancer and I, I did gymnastics as a little kid too. Mm-hmm. And now as an adult, I still dance, but I also do circus arts. I do contortion and trapeze. So. Oh, wow, that's impressive too. <laughs> you have so many little hidden skills. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of them sometimes, but I try. <laughs> so you have so many wonderful bills up in the gallery. 
Which mm-hmm. one of your creations are you most proud of and why? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said a little bit earlier, interiors are more my strong point. Learning how to do good exteriors has been a journey, <laughs> but one that I'm pretty proud of is my luxury winter villa that I made a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It has three floors. I put it in Mount Komoravi. I also made a smaller version that could fit in Granite Falls. Mm-hmm. And I really like how I used the platforms and lots of different things that I just did to try to make the architecture look interesting. I used some like balconies and like a lot of really cool glass window like um I mean I guess that that's all windows but like (laughs) huge huge windows like in the living room and I there's just like a lot of natural light in there and it feels very like luxury winter life so (laughs) I've actually seen that build and I love the um stone and the glass and the wood Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of had a vision in my head. I, I wanted it to be like, so the Sims in my legacy are mostly celebrities, which is interesting because I don't really care about celebrity stuff in real life. But in the Sims, I just love having like dramatic rich people problems. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wanted a place that they could go on vacation. <laughs> Very beautiful. I love all the glass. I love all the woods and everything. And I was always saying my dream house has always been stone and wood and glass. Aw, so yeah. I connect to this build so much. <laughs> it's a nice combination. It feels very nature and like open to, yeah, like yes. nature. <laughs> yes, bring some nature inside. It's a beautiful build. Thank you. So where do you draw your inspiration from? Because I noticed you have different styles that you um, put up. So I'm just curious about uh, your inspiration. Where do you get it from? Yeah, so I, <laughs> I, I kind of do like not super modern builds, but I guess contemporary would be the word for it. It's like somewhere in between there. I like a lot of bright colors I like pastels too mm-hmm. um sometimes I like using darker wood and stone but that will just depend on the build um yeah <laughs> I I do play an interior design game on my phone called Redecor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I got some inspiration from that I yeah I just really love like bright airy contemporary styles I really like looking at stuff on Pinterest like those sort of um like the stereotypical Pinterest house. Yes. <laughs> I like those. <laughs> I enjoy browsing Pinterest myself. You get lost yeah. in for hours, right? So much inspiration, so yeah. Much, so much to draw from. Is there one particular style, well, you did mention you prefer contemporary <laughs> over another, but um, since we, we do know that it's a bit more contemporary, why is that one your particular style, that you, you your go-to style? Yeah, so I hmm, I think it's sort of a middle ground between modern and like traditional. Yeah. One thing that I'm not good at building is like traditional suburban houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe because I've never lived in one. I've always lived in like apartments and cities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my mind goes toward that kind of build. Um, I've tried building a few suburban houses and they end up looking semi-modern anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love glass window, like... There I go again. Yeah, they're all glass, Francesca. (laughs) (laughs) I love big windows and a lot of natural light. And I think my style 
of like the contemporary style style kind of plays into that. Like there's a lot of white or pastel furniture and like soft, like light brown woods and stuff like that. And I think that just kind of plays into the open, airy nature that I like to build with. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently saw that there's a style called Japandi and it's a combination of Japanese and Scandinavian style. Wow. And just looking at that, I was like, oh, that's basically what I build. <laughs> so I think that's what I'll call it. <laughs> yes, well, I'm, I have never heard of that one before. So it's always good to get to know something new and then to see yeah. it being implemented. I don't even knowing, but I've been admiring it. i have been admiring it all the time so it's it's really something creative and unique and what i actually what actually caught my attention um when i was going through your pages is like you said um the way that you style your interior and the color combinations that you put together it is stunning it is stunning and then (laughs) you're welcome and then the way that you stage your photos you you have such an eye definitely for design and it shows through your builds it shows you're gonna make me cry as long as it's tears of joy i'm okay (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) see i i love photography too and i'm trying to get better at like photos and videos and stuff too so i i like thinking of like composition and how different colors go together wow well i was just now that's the next thing that i was going to comment on (laughs) is the color combination because i see on your instagram page for example you have this pitch this um, room sorry a dining room and the shade of the green on the wall complements the green of the um the dining set that you have mm, yeah. and then it picks up on that um like a beige or um cream mm. kind of um tones the other uh, as the accent mm-hmm. tones and it is just perfect i think that it is it's not just um aesthetically pleasing your your the way you combine your colors it it's like um calming to the soul it's like i i, I really yeah. like it. it i'm really drawn to it as well so thank you uh, yeah I think, I think i see which one you're talking about i usually try to do like two main colors and then one sort of accenty color mm-hmm. um, there might be other things that sneak in just because of the items in the game but yes. yeah <laughs> well it works and it's it looks beautiful it really does and so i'm glad that i was able to stumble across your um page <laughs> and um, to have you here because i really wanted to um just get to know a little bit more about you and what goes on in your mind a little bit when you <laughs> You know, you coming up with your designs. So yeah, it's really fun talking to you. <laughs> oh well, I'm enjoying myself definitely, and I, I found a new a new author as well. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's that's bonus. <laughs> so, do you showcase your amazing creators anywhere other than the gallery? And if so, where can we check them out? Yes, so I have a Simstram. It's just Machina Sims. And I also have a YouTube under the same name, Machina Sims. I post the same builds on Reddit which, you know, might be hard to see if you're just scrolling through The Sims 4 Reddit, but they go there also. (laughs) I haven't been on Reddit in a while, though, but I know you get some good, good um, builders on there as well. But I just haven't had a chance to go through on Reddit. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you either never touch or you're just, like, on it all day. (laughs) That that is so true. Yeah. So I'm so thankful for you taking time out of your day to meet with me it has been wonderful getting to know you better you're so welcome i'm glad that you were able to to come um come on the show and just have this chat with me talking to you and meeting you (laughs) yes i agree i feel the same 
for you. To all our listeners out there, be sure to give Machina Sims a follow on the gallery and don't forget to drop a comment or two. Thank you everyone for listening to this interview and happy simming. You would like to be featured here on the podcast, the website, on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to tag your gallery uploads with the hashtag Simmers Digest. From all of us here at Simmers Digest, I'm Soli Sims and we cannot wait to see what you create. Simmers. It's with Love Julianne with some challenges I hope inspire you. This episode's challenges starts with a renovation inspired by the post-apocalyptic gameplay challenge Merkland. Not for murder, though you do you, it is the Sims after all. Merk here is for murky and bleak, like a hazy, dim polluted air on a dreary day. Instead of all of the fancy makeovers we've been seeing with Dream Home Decorator, this calls for a make-under. Bredekin Sims challenges us to take a Sims pre-made lot and make it home murky home. In other words, run down and dirty. You can find out more information on Twitter from Bredekin Sims, B-R-E-N-N-A-C-H-A-N Sims, or by checking the hashtags MurkMeUp and Merkspiration on Twitter. This challenge to remake a home to be suitable for a Mad Max movie ends on June 30th. If you'd like to learn more about the post-apocalyptic gameplay in Newcrest and Merkland, Google post-apocalyptic Merkland, the starter challenge to find the info on the official Sims forums under the creative category for Sims 4 challenges, stories, and legacies. Next, we have a build challenge. With the temperatures and sun increasing here in the Northern Hemisphere, thoughts turn to keeping cool on the water. Build your dream boat by creating a ship for Sim Michelle's monthly build challenge, which can be toured on her Twitch stream. Any kind of ship, any lot size, and any packs. If being on the water is not for you, no worries. Sim Michelle has you covered. Piers and lighthouses are fine too. Find more information on Twitter at MichelleBlue14. That's Michelle with one L, Blue14. The tours will take place on July 15th at twitch.tv slash sim underscore Michelle. Imagine the cool breezes which will help your sims beat the heat. Finally, a special recognition for the month of June. June is Pride Month, and many Simmers are showing support, awareness, inclusion, and celebrating the LGBTQIA community. Find Pride-inspired shell challenges from Saurus Sims, using the hashtag SaurusBoxChallenge13 on the gallery, due on June 25th. Ending on June 29th, Miss Charlotte has a twin heart shell for Pride, which can be found on the gallery, by searching for the hashtag PrideLottie, P-R-I-D-E-L-O-T-T-I-E. Sphere Arcana is using her Pride Month shell to bring awareness to the crisis intervention work of the Trevor Project. The shell is due July 1st and uses the hashtag SphereFurnish070121 on the gallery. Sphere is S-P-H-E-R-E. 
There are additional pride celebrating shell challenges too. Find them on the gallery by searching for the hashtags. Carissa Sims using the hashtag Carissa Sims Pride. Zebra Rights TTV with hashtag Zebra Tiny Pride Shell. Elizabeth CK has a shell with the hashtag Zabeth Pride. Jen Rogue is using Jen Rowe Pride, J-E-N-N-R-O Pride. Carly Quinn, 1022, with the hashtag Quinny Pride. And Simmed Up Magazine is using the hashtag SupMagPride, S-U-P-M-A-G Pride. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week and keep on simming. And welcome to the Simmers Digest Simmers TV Showcase. The Simmers TV Showcase is a way for us to put a spotlight on your creativity and showcase your work and get more Simmers connected to you and your channels. It's our 50th Simmers TV Showcase and we have some great Simmers Let's Plays, Builds, Creative Sims, and Tours to show you all. This week's Let's Plays features the amazing Big Eye Kitte, who decided to do a reverse Not So Berry Challenge. They started with the blue generation and checked off each challenge requirements as she goes along. Their commentary is the reason why her not so berry reversal is so golden. They even created their own Miwa's hair using Maximus hair and blender so that she could play with some of her favorite anime characters in the challenge. Miwa from Jujutsu Kaisen. They decided to create some other characters from this anime and took special care to create Sims needed for this one time affair in the blue challenge. Big Eye Kitte is known for inserting anime characters into her world, creative sims, and creating funny videos similar to Gary Still Plays. If you'd like to support the simmer, please consider liking and subscribing to Big Eye Kitte, whose hilarious videos shouldn't be taken for granted. Our builder this week is Gabby's Sim Designs, who is working on their family apartment for her sims. This beautiful, detailed, and colorful apartment is a fantastic example of how to make a small apartment work for a big family. The most adorable addition to this build are their attention to the bunk bed designs. One bunk bed has a sofa and decorations under it, and the other one has a bed underneath it, but decorated the wall dedicated for their love of space. If you'd like to support these well-crafted designs and the simmer, you can download their creations at Gabby underscore Sim Designs on the gallery. The Random Generic Challenge is a special creative sims challenge where simmers must focus solely on the randomization button for two sims, then combine their genetics without changing their facial structures or their skin tone. This is exactly what Night Simmer does in the latest video with using CC and random creative sim elements. The sims end up as beautiful as you would hope, and the Random Generic Challenge is a success. Night Simmer is known for her creative sims legacy rights to riches challenges, as well as mini-series dedicated to the sims for a paranormal pack. If you'd like to support the Simmer, consider liking their videos and supporting their YouTube channel. Whoa, Hip Hop Renee is checking out some of the most popular builds from the Sims in this video. They list them from the most recreated to the least recreated. The Family Guy house, Bob's Burgers house, the Amityville Horror house, Among Us ship, Stardew Valley Townsend houses, the Adams Family house, the Simpsons house, the Home Alone house, Hogwarts or any of the Harry Potter houses, in the friend's apartment. It's odd because you probably wouldn't place Stardew Valley at the top and Family Guy somewhere in the top five most recreated builds, but that's actually not the case here. According to Hip Hop Renee, cartoon builds are the most recreated due to their cartoon style that The Sims has. 
and because the more complicated builds, such as Hogwarts, require a ton of skill and time to make. If you'd like to support Hip Hop Renee, you can find them at the same name on their gallery and like and subscribe them to them on their YouTube channel. Be sure to leave a comment and like on these Simmers videos to show the love for their creations and downloading their gallery pieces to see firsthand what they have done with the world to inspire your own creations. You can watch the full videos by these amazing Simmers by clicking the link in the description box below or visiting SimmersDigest.com. There you will see a Simmers TV tab at the top of the page. Click it and you'll be able to find each Simmers TV showcase episode archived with links to each video. Again, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing to the Simmers Digest YouTube channel. Until the next video, susu and keep on simming. everyone, this is Becca from Something Simlish here to reveal some of the history of The Sims 4 Worlds. Hidden in a misty veil and shadowed by the surrounding mountains, Forgotten Hollow is a small town that was introduced with the Vampire's Pack. It was founded 200 years ago by a group of explorers who all went missing shortly after the town was founded and who were presumably killed by the vampire Vladislaus Stroud, who still lives in Forgotten Hollow and who pretends to be the great-grandson of the original Vlad. The town contains no commercial lots, but it does have a central plaza where there is a statue dedicated to Vlad, the original founder. Vlad and the rest of the founders may have immigrated from Simsylvania, a Transylvanian-like place referenced in the description of the gravestones that came with the pack. Vlad's last name, Stroud, is also a reference to the Curse of Stroud D&D campaign, which features an evil vampire ruler. In Forgotten Hollow, vampires will wander through the main plaza, nighttime lasts longer, and sims can find garlic, plasma fruit, wolfsbane, and six of mosquito traps. There are theories that the developers intended to include a hidden world in Forgotten Hollow, the cave where bats spawn near the mountains, but they never added it after looking at data that said that Sims 4 players rarely visited hidden worlds. For more Sims 4 tips, tricks, and features, follow something underscore Simlish on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Everybody, this is Lady Sweetheart, and I'm back with a CC Creator Spotlight for you. Today, we shine the light on an incredible CC creator known as Peacemaker IC. Peacemaker IC makes a variety of Maxis Match custom content for both Build By and Cast. What makes Peacemaker IC such an amazing content creator is not only do they make such a variety of CC pieces, the CC is all done at a high level of quality regardless of the type of CC that it is. Another wonderful thing about Peacemaker IC CC is that their cast items are designed specifically for male sims, something so valuable when we know how difficult it can sometimes be to find high quality Maxis Match CC for our male sims. 
Both their build by and cast CC looks and functions well in game. Peacemaker IC makes a rich variety of build by CC collections and you are guaranteed to find some pieces you will want to use in your game again and again. So if you're looking to add some great build by or cast CC to your game, you definitely need to check out Peacemaker IC. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. The summer of Sims is in full swing. The realms of Sims Freeplay, Sims Mobile, and Sims 4 have all released fresh content to satiate salivating Simmers for many weeks to come. Sims Freeplay developers unveiled a new beach-themed update for their players alongside a new in-game neighborhood for game veterans to giddily develop. Sims Mobile released their newest Hello Japan! update which offers their players a taste of snowy escape assets. Sims 4, the bell of the ball, revealed to squealing simmers several details about their newest expansion pack, Cottage Living. The Sims Freeplay's newest update, dubbed Coastal Living, launched June 14th to droves of pleased players. In this enormous update, Sims Freeplay offers a brand new area, Sims Springs, for players to discover, decorate, and renovate, all in hopes of saving the sleepy desert town from a big oil company. Players complete time tasks in Sim Springs compromising several neighborhoods in order to upgrade, renovate the many rundown builds. The first neighborhood to upgrade is called Sandy Springs. Within Sandy Springs, there are four dilapidated builds that simmers can renovate. Tumbleweed Terrace, Dusty Dwelling, Arid Apartments, and Wellspring Library. As players invest time and precious simoleons into each build, the town visually transforms and the happiness of its residents steadily improves. The entire event lasts 50 days and directly targets free players who have completed the gargantuan amounts of activities the gameplay already offers. This new aspect of gameplay offers players a new sense of steady, long-term progression in much the same way Sims Mobile's Fresh Sims Festival reels in older players. A new Sims Chase, Seaside Strife, began June 15th. If players are able to complete a gamut of timed events before the rival NPC, they will win a variety of coastal furniture such as crisp wallpapers, woven rugs, and lampshades, nautical chaises and chairs, pet beds, sofas, and surfboards. Meanwhile, Influence Island Yacht Club encourages players to coddle up and cajole island-dwelling NPCs into friendship in return for network coins. These network coins purchase yacht-worthy prizes like seaside showers, coastal stairs, adorably nautical toddlerware, fencing, and woven decorations. Also folded into this update is a free pride pack complete with funky asymmetrical rainbow hair for adult sims. The Sims Mobile newest update is named Hello Japan. The current Sim Festival and some of the included featured events will offer players snowy escape assets in return for their time and money. The Hello Japan Sim Festival gives paying players access to Yamachan as a new NPC, a Japanese-inspired house template, a tousled pop, store, pop star hairstyle for male Sims, 
New screen wallpaper, colorful eyeshadow, a snow jacket, a floral skirt, a koi pond, new flooring, and more. Paying players also gained the ability to bank festival tickets after completing the current festival, all in preparation for the next festival. Free-to-pay players can win paper lanterns, a watercolor painting, and a hand-carved barback. The current treasure hunt, Enchanted Nouveau, began June 15th and offers players the bits and bobs worthy of a spell-slinging sim, clutter, and decorative items mostly attributed to Sims 4 Realm of Magic pack. Beginning June 14th, players dug and dusted their way to golden bunnies and ancient relics. These pieces earn them such items as the spellcasters urn, wall decorations, an antique scale, a new circular rug, crystal clutter, new mystical windows and doors, loose-fitting cardigan outfit for men, Art Nouveau beds, chairs, tables, fireplaces, and an animated magic broom. Players can look forward to Grand Mansion and Laundry Reload Sweet Treat reruns in the near future. In Sims 4 news, the developers announced their groundbreaking expansion pack Cottage Living this week, boasting a host of fresh farming activities for the eager players to enjoy. Cottage Living shines a light on the farm-to-table experience. Sims will gain the ability to plant large crops like watermelon and pumpkin, milk cows, care for clucking chickens, protecting their farms from skulking foxes, shear llamas, build ponds, enter their fresh pies into community competitions, grocery shop at stalls, gossip with the infamous Agnes Crumplebottom, befriend the bunnies and birds of the wild, and far more. The expansion pack, however, does not drop until July 22nd. Simmers are wildly conjecturing about whatever new gameplay to expect in the game come late summer, but only time and a guru-led livestream will tell. Until next time, stay safe, loved your loved ones, and as always, happy simming. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots mentioned in today's news brief, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. Did you know that you can move a single room in The Sims 4, even if it's in the middle of your build? Simply select the room, and then click on the button with four arrows. From there, you can take the room and place it anywhere on your lot that has available space. For more tips like this, visit my Building 101 series on YouTube, or my Quick Tip series on TikTok by searching for Hip Hip Renee. Well, my friends, I am here to bring the show to an end, but the fun doesn't stop here. The team here at Simmers Digest is all about connecting, showcasing, collaborating, and more. If you've not yet visited our site, SimmersDigest.com, I would encourage you to head there after the podcast to check out our newly renovated About tab. There, you'll find the new Simmers Digest Team tab, where you can see the entire team and connect with us. We adore chatting, watching your videos, dropping comments, and so much more. If you get any enjoyment either out of our podcast, our site, or even our social medias, we'd love for you to show your support through our Patreon by becoming a Simmer supporter at any level that you can. Your monetary donations help us keep the content focused on you and your amazing creations without cluttering up the digital spaces with ads. 
Check it out today by clicking the Become a Simmers Supporter Today button on the top of our site, SimmersDigest.com. We are all so excited to connect with you each week here on the podcast, through our social media, and, as you all know, the Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. It's our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today, and of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you Hip Hip Renee, Silken Sims, Star Shoes, P-Frog Sims, It's Physics Jim, Sully Sims, Retha Sims, Lady Sweetheart, Alayren, Basically Bex, Miss Fina, Nerdgasm, April Dark, Yellow Plumbob, Stacy J, With Love Julian, and the entire Something Simlish team for your continued support and brilliant creativity you bring to this show each week, and all of the energy you put forth to help support our amazing community and all of its members. I would also like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Sims Nation on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, Sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of the Simmers Digest magazine. I adore spending hours each day connecting with Simmers and collaborating there, as well as with the brilliant members of the Plumbob Academy and the Sim Streamers and YouTubers group on Facebook. And lastly, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmer's Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new. An imaginative build idea, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our website, SimmersDigest.com, connecting with us on Instagram, or even on TikTok, and perhaps even favoriting our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite podcasting app. Or if you're listening here on Anchor, you can favorite the station. Remember, each week you can contribute to the podcast by just being a positive and active member in our community. Of course, I would love for you to connect with me on a daily basis in the Sims Nation group on Discord, which you can find an invite link to on my Twitter page. Speaking of Twitter, please send me tweets or tag me in your posts at Simmers Digest, spelled S-I-M-M-E-R-S-D-I-G-E-S-T. If you would like to be featured here on the podcast, have a great gallery pick for me to check out or fun series on your channel for me to see. If you have any feedback for the show, please feel free to send me an email at contactsimmersdigest at gmail.com. I'm always looking to improve and add quality to the show and want to highlight as many Simmers as I can each and every week. You are all amazingly creative, talented individuals who make being part of this community something special. Until next time, dag dag and keep on simming. After you're done enjoying this episode of the Simmers Digest podcast, why not head over to Sims Talk, where we discuss all of the latest Sims news, share our favorite mods and CC creators, and discuss game rumors and other happenings in the Simverse. Find us on your favorite podcast platform or grab the link at SimmersDigest.com.
The Plum Bob Academy is a Discord server dedicated to supporting, educating, and promoting Sims content creators. Whether you're a YouTuber, streamer, blogger, or podcaster, this community has tutorials, help groups, and informed staff to help you learn more about how to use your chosen platform, grow your audience, and just support you on your journey. The world of content creation can be hard and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Find others who share your passion, have been on this journey so know your pains and how to help you. Join the Discord server, the Plum Bob Academy, today. Can't find the server? Follow us on Twitter and get the link, meet new people, find great content, or have your content retweeted. The Plum Bob Academy is here to help support you on your creative path. So come join this amazing group of creators today. I hope to see you on the server. adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining with new content every week. The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app.